When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's Noor. And today I have somebody on the podcast that I think everybody wants to hear from. It's Tom Hamlet. <laughs> the only Tom unscathed right now. The only Tom that matters, if I'm going to well, be you, honest. Well, you know what? I have to, you know, as as a white man in this world, it's hard to be me. <laughs> <laughs> In a world where Toms are constantly being brought down, you know, it's hard when your name's Tom. And everyone's like, Toms are the worst. Tom, Tom, Tom. And I'm like, well, what am I what am I to do? <laughs> do you sometimes think about going by your actual first name? William? No. Yeah. William sucks. Also not great. Not great either. No. <laughs> Don't tell Tim and Marion that. It is hard for white men, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> Oh my god. Um Aren't you just like okay, I need to ask you. When you watch when you gear up to watch Vanderpump Rules during the week, are you mm-hmm. excited? Are you nervous? You have bubble guts. What's going on? Well, you know, I haven't stopped watching Vanderpump Rules since the um news broke cuz I am simultaneously watching from the beginning and watching <laughs> it live. So, you know, when you that's a kind of a silly question cuz it is all it's honestly all I've been watching. Like I just was okay. watching. I I literally just turned pause season six to come and record. Like that's how <laughs> what deep happens it. in season six. So season six is one of my favorites because mm. it is the season that starts off with Faith fucking Jacks next to the oh, old woman. Oh god, that was a great season. It's an amazing season, and it, it, it's kind of their last good season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because after because that season was so big and so good that. They kind of uh, became just rich and famous post. Like that was like the last like not so rich, not so famous season. Because Tom Tom um, is being built, mm-hmm. and Jax and Brittany are no one has houses yet. Yeah, they still live in dumpy apartments. Yeah, so like we're kind of Tom and Ariana are still in. Which something on my rewatch is I I don't think I could totally remember that Tom and Ariana lived in that shitty ass apartment that Kristen and Tom lived in until right. the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like there's no, yeah. there was no middle apartment. Yeah. Like I think that's the season where they have this scene where they're like, I don't know. He like gets her steak or something or I don't know what they're having a very fancy meal, but they're having it at their coffee table on their couches. I, I haven't gotten there, but granted, I do do other things while I have it on. I think about it as like a radio play. I sometimes literally just put it on and just walk around the house because I like, I'm like, friends. I know what's happening. I know what's going on. Yeah, you're just listening to your friends talk, do their life, <laughs> wait yeah. stuff. That's I have a, I because I've been kind of over the show. I didn't even finish last season, mm. but um, 
Last season was a snooze. Was last season the one? It was okay. It was okay. In the beginning, I actually didn't hate it. I thought it was like kind of fun and silly. And then I watched the reunions because so much happened when cameras were down. Yeah. Last season was annoying because it was like a lot of watching Lala, you know, get on her high horse and be like, also, she like really tried to make Rand a thing. It was mm-hmm. really annoying, all of that. And then by the end, we had like, oh, no, actually, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I don't know, Tom. Last season was kind of fun. Sheena got engaged and then inv- announced her engagement <laughs> at James's engagement weekend. Yes. Like, I mean, no, there are there was some – no, I died – I liked the first half. It was the second half that yeah. I kind of just got bored with. Yeah, yeah. Also, but, she was going to secretly get married, and then she like was like, but I didn't get married. I didn't get married the same weekend as James. <laughs> and then she wanted everybody to pat her on the back. Now, you and your rewatch are uh-huh. really diving deep into Shishu. I love she- her so much. <laughs> I forgot that I loved her, to be honest with you, because she's she's kind of evolved into this like um, influencer freak. Yeah. <laughs> but like in her origin story... She is a she hustles. This woman mm-hmm. is a hustler. Yes, yes, that's like, right. And she also like a lot of people would have just quit the show with how absolutely awful they are to her. Mm-hmm. And but but she persists. I mean, she is like literally like so resilient and she's like I honestly don't care about anyone except like um my enchiladas and whoever I'm dating at the moment. <laughs> can you tell me can you tell the listeners about Trina's enchiladas because you looked up the recipe and then you sent yeah me so Nora and I were we texting yeah Nora and I were texting about the enchiladas and I was like oh, I gotta just get my eyeballs on and I did make enchiladas on Monday by the way because okay. I was like I gotta make enchiladas I did not follow her recipe because mm-hmm. her recipe includes it's a pretty standard recipe until the last step where like right before, like about 10 minutes into baking your enchiladas, you're supposed to just like dump a can of black olives over the top <laughs> and then put it back in. And to, I mean, if, if anything reads Azusa, that reads Azusa <laughs> to me. I know nothing about Azusa, but it feels No, Azusa. me neither. No, me neither. But, <laughs> but like it feels, Azusa feels familiar to me because it feels like a suburb of like, Dallas or something like that. Like it feels yeah. like something people around my where I grew up do. <laughs> yeah. Now you're gonna go ahead and dump a an entire can of black olives right on there. Yeah. Shove it back into the oven. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> the black olives feels a little bit more ca- like Cali California and Tex Mex. Yes. In Texas, <laughs> yes. you would dump a can of jalapenos, like pickled jalapenos on top. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which yeah. that I understand. Yes. Like or hatch hatch peppers, like hatch no, chili. No, we don't do that. That's too, That's too fancy. That's too fancy. I mean, very I, Austin. It is, but Dallas is. We're not as fancy as that. Uh, it's oh, like okay. trendy. That's like a trendy thing. Hatch is like oh. is like the South's deviled eggs because we had deviled eggs before y'all had deviled <laughs> eggs. <laughs> the South's deviled eggs. I don't even well, know what we, to say to that. Well, we were we always did deviled eggs, and then all of a sudden, a bar in New York one day decided that deviled eggs were like trendy, and then now they're served at like trendy restaurants. I'll be honest with you. I hate deviled eggs. Oh, really? See, I love them. I grew up on them. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it needs to be eaten fresh or like very 
Like, you know what what I mean? No, but I'm saying, like, you go to somebody's house and they've got appetizers out and they've got those deviled eggs. And if you don't know how long they've been sitting on that table, you should not be eating those deviled eggs. Well, I have a story. So I, it was during COVID, um, two of my best friends and I went out to, they're a couple, we went out to Rockaway um, Mm -hmm. for one of their friend's dad's birthday who were like kind of close with the Mm -hmm. friend group. Um, And their dad, their dad is like eight eighties, but he's like this like fun hippie, like Rockaway resident who like is like bisexual and just like lives on the beach. And like, he's like this, the cool 85 year old guy. He's uh, the best. And he has such like a weird, eclectic, bizarro group of 85 year old friends. So it's like me (laughs) and like two other young people. And then all these old people, like half naked, just like on the beach on the 4th of July weekend. Love it. So it was like, bring your own app. And it's like, which was a weird ask when you're like asking everyone to travel to Rockaway. Cause like, it was like a hot day. Nothing really travels well, like on no. a hot day on the subway or however no. you're getting there. So we get there and this woman, <laughs> <laughs> this woman brings deviled eggs and they look delish. So, and like I had had like a couple of vodka sodies and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna have the one. Feeling adventurous. So we have them and I have a, I have two. And on the second, I'm like, these are a little warm. No. And I'm like, not necessarily what I'm looking for. And <laughs> my friend and I were both like, I don't think we can go back to that. Cause like, I just, it's a little hot for a devil egg. <laughs> And so then we're like chat chatting with her and we're like, where do you live in the city? She's like, oh, I live. <laughs> it's like, oh, I live like uptown. And we're like, oh, like up in like Harlem or something. She's like, yeah, like, like up high Upper West Side. And we're like, well, how'd you get here today? She's like, oh, I took the train. It took me about like two hours. So like, I just like, got my deviled eggs and got on the train. <laughs> And they're not in a cooler. They're like in like a deviled egg carrier. She's like deviled egg carrier. Yeah. Me and my deviled eggs this morning just got on the train and now I'm here. And we're literally like, <laughs> like I just ate a train deviled eggs. <laughs> like I don't think he'd ever stepped foot into a refrigerator. No, she made them and then she was like, "Time to go." She's like, "I'm running a little bit late. Got to get my two hour commute to Rockaway from oh my from God. to eat my deviled eggs." It was it was dark. Okay. Well. <clears throat> your stomach just got acclimated to some new bacteria. That's all. Mm-hmm. Your flora got a little jump start. That's fine. Got to fight that deadly fungus that's coming for us. <laughs> hear about, hear oh, about God, that? You... Yes. Vod sent me that link this morning at 7 a.m. I was like, for God's sake, do not send me this so early in the morning. That's ridiculous. Why would he do that? He loves that's me. Yes, he's worried about me. <laughs> not to me. That feels mean. <laughs> He's just updating me on his life, um, on his way to work. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Listen, there's other fungi for <laughs> no, us. No, we to don't discuss. need to talk about that. We, we, we got to talk about Tom Sandoval, who's another, who's the fungi of WeHo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about men. Or you know what? I know that Vanderpump Rules is the reason why. Like, it's all anybody wants to talk about. Oh, we can about, start with Summer do. House because I don't Let's have talk that about many Summer, summer House because yeah. that seems like a place where room temperature deviled eggs are available. People have yeah. eaten some bad room temperature food. Food is out. It's not refrigerated well, and people are just eating it. Um, now, this – I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, Tom. I'm bored watching No, I house. think this is the end. Yeah, it's not good. 
It's not good. And I honestly don't care about anyone. <laughs> no, none. Like, I, I think, I'm not rooting yeah. for anyone. I, I think Lindsay and Carl are deeply annoying. Like I, But at the same time, I'm not like mad enough at Kyle and Amanda because I just don't care about them. So it's just kind of like, where are, where are we? Now you have been on record, uh, Amanda Batula hater since day one. Yeah, she's a mean girl. She's the worst. She's and, a mean girl and she masks it with whining, sadness, crying. And it's like people will automatically feel like they have to feel bad for her mm-hmm. because she cries so quickly. But she's a fucking snake. Well, I don't think that, but <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. I don't think she's a snake. She looks deeply unwell. I have to say, like, she doesn't look well. I'm yeah. like, HD 4K cam is not meant for her this season. She doesn't look good. Mm-mm. And I'm not coming no. for someone's looks in a way of like she's ugly. I'm saying like she like I want her to get off camera and seek some sort of help because like she's talking a little bit about how she like changed her birth control or things like that. And she's like losing a lot of weight. She just doesn't look healthy. And uh-huh. it's just a little weird. It alarms me. Um, that she said that she hadn't had her period for nine months. And then she's also very thin yeah i'm like and there's like an her, obvious like her hair looks thinner like she doesn't look healthy in a way that like and it's not because i think like super skinny people are not healthy it's she doesn't because in the past amanda's hot like she she's a beautiful girl she's always been a thin person but this season i'm like all of that plus the fact that you haven't had your period for nine months is big time red flags right because there's a, it's not like a secret that like people who drop a certain amount of weight, like women, yes. um, or not just women, but like women, yes. people who have, you know, who, who people Period. who menstruate, yeah. like if you drop below a certain weight class, you, you lose your period because you, your body can't like keep up. Yeah. So like if I were Kyle, which I guess Kyle probably doesn't have the wherewithal to understand that that might be why what's happening but like I would like you I would be like, we need to go to a doctor because there's actually I think there's other reasons why this is happening. Yeah. The reason why I think that she's a snake, just to go back to that, is that <laughs> I um is because she she likes to, you know, she gets pretend amnesia all the time. Like same thing with Kyle. Like they both have like meltdowns, they say terrible things. And the stuff that they blame Lindsay, they're like, oh my God, when Lindsay goes postal and then she's like laughing the next minute, it's so terrifying. I'm like have you met each other? Like you guys do the exact same thing. And I think that's what's bothering me on Summer House right now is everybody is accusing each other of doing things that they all do. And it's not fun. Like this isn't fun. I don't care that Lindsay and Carl are codependent and attached. Do I find it alarming that they're moving that quickly? Sure. I think Danielle has genuine concerns, but I think Danielle's an idiot because she went and talked about it to fucking Paige who told Lindsay immediately. Like, I just think that we're not being smart and we're not being fun on the show. And I'm bored. Well, Danielle, well, I think Danielle is just not. And I think she's so pure at heart to like her Mm -hmm. intentions that in her brain, she was like, I didn't think that Paige would immediately tell, even though she's literally been filming with her for what, four seasons now and seen her, be an absolute monster. I don't think that she 
thought that she would actually just go and tell Lindsay immediately about like yep. what she's mm-hmm. saying. Which just because I think she's a very Danielle to me is a very normal person. Like that is something that like I feel like any friend would do. Yeah. Like a friend that cares would talk to another friend and be like, hey, I don't think this is right. I think this is weird. I don't know how to address it. Yeah. But Paige is a reality star who knows that like the lights are on, like red light is on. So like, I got to yeah. go talk to, I, I'm going to tell Lindsay that she said this. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. I actually don't think it's that out of character to say to another person, like I'm worried about my best friend. Yeah. You're not like, I, talking shit. Exactly. About, she's not trying to talk shit about her. She's she just wasn't like, talking shit. No, she was, no. She was venting to the wrong people. Um, who used it and the wrong person who used it immediately Mm -hmm. to defend her friend, Amanda, um, Carl and Lindsay or whatever. I know people really hate the babe stuff. I feel like it is also really annoying, but like good for them. They want to be with each other. Do I think it's alarming that like Lindsay doesn't want to go to Montauk because Carl is at home? Sure. But like this, none of this is shocking to me because Lindsay from day one has wanted a forever person. Like she was obsessed with that guy Everett. And then she was like, any guy that she's brought on the show, she's like, I'm going to have this man's babies. So like none of this is alarming to me. And I don't understand why they're all like, oh my God, it's so out of character for Lindsay to like bend over backwards for this man. I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. She's like almost 40 and wants to get married and have kids. Like let it go. Who cares? She's growing up. Yeah, but I th- my issue with her though is she's she is like so judgmental of other people's de- decisions if they like of benefit course. benefit her n- negatively. And so like if the tables were turned and Carl was gone for the weekend and she was there and was like I want to whoop it up out in Montauk. Um and Danielle and what's his face were there and she was like Danielle was like I'm going to stay home and Oh, she would with him. She would she flip would just, a fuck yeah. out. It would be like the biggest charm of the season. You're so that's my right. thing with her. It's like you, you're like she's she. Situations are so different when it's on her terms. I know. That's why I love and she, her. And, and and but she's lack of self awareness. She's not. But I don't love her anymore. Honestly, like Aww. the lack of self awareness to me isn't like fun on her anymore because she is so self aware in many ways. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And yeah. The, uh, her and Carl, I just, I think that Carl can't be on TV anymore. Yeah. Has, I think Carl needs to wrap it up. Yeah. Not, and I think he is in a very, I think he's grown up a lot and is a, isn't a really nice Absolutely. guy. Yeah. I just don't think there's any point for him to be there in the mix anymore. And yeah. I think both Carl and Lindsay don't need to be on the show anymore. But okay. But here's the problem is that Lindsay is a Lindsay is a career reality TV personality. Carl yes, is absolutely. not. Yeah. So what do we do from here? Cause oh, we Lindsay's can't not break up. <laughs> no, I know that, but I'm saying Lindsay is going to have a malfunction when yeah. mental breakdown malfunction, when she realizes it's no reality TV and Carl and she can't yeah. be alone on the show. And like, yeah. like where's she going to go? She's not a housewife. She can't be alone. Listen, <clears throat> here's the thing. I think Bravo sometimes invests in a house of cards that they are sure is going to fall apart. You know, your Lisa, um, Lisa Hochsteins, your Erica Janes, you know, your Jen Shahs. 
And I wonder sometimes if Lindsay is another, Lindsay and Carl are another house of cards that will eventually fall apart because I hope they don't. I feel like they're forever. I also think Kyle and Amanda are another one. Like, are I don't know if they're going to be together forever, but when that falls apart, Kyle's going to lose his mind or Amanda's going to lose it. And like, that's the stuff I feel like reality TV producers like really like to keep on TV is like these obviously not great relationships. So I wonder sometimes like if that's what they're waiting on here with Lindsay and Carl. I'm not sure. But um but either way like I just am tired of watching Kyle get drunk and like complain about him. It's, it's ugly. Just, it's, it's like so not ugly. fun to He's it's 40 years fun. old. Get a grip. Grow up. Like if I was in what 7 years if I was like at a house with a bunch of 23 year olds like blackout, I would hope someone would call and be like I think we need to talk <laughs> because yeah. it's weird. Yeah, I think Kyle's whole entire personality is Loverboy and the show. And I think that one of the things that he's freaking out about is the fact that like some of that is going to not be the same anymore. Mm-hmm. And you got to deal with that. Um, what are your thoughts real quick about these newbies on the show? I think they're fun, honestly. I actually like all of them. I just think that the show is in a weird place right now because like the – non-newbies are so separated from the newbies in terms of life like yeah sam chris is his name right yeah god chris he's a little wet blanket but um (laughs) and gabby and i I love i I really like sam and gabby i like i think they're both hilarious i think sam is so funny because she's like (laughs) she's like i'm horny i'm busy i'm here i'm there like she's just like everywhere (laughs) she's like a baby i feel like she's got like a baby bethany energy like she's like i work hard i play hard like i just you know and she's she's so confident she's like i've got a roster of men and every single week we just see her like strike out one one guy but it it feels no but she her and gabby and Paige and maya and um sierra um, sierra all feel like summer house to me like they feel like they Mm -hmm. to me it feels like they would go out there and do these things and I just think that um, the oldies, I think it's time for maybe them to go and just everyone start fresh. But yeah, Chris, Chris is fine. I mean, no. he is like, he's truly awful with <laughs> any sort of understanding of people skills, <laughs> which I actually kind of like on the show because it's fun to see straight men fail. Of course. I'm starting to wonder if he's a virgin. Not that there's anything wrong maybe. with being a virgin, obviously. But Wait, he can we talk? Has- oh, go ahead. Keep- yeah. Go ahead. No, yeah, go no, ahead. go ahead. I would say the paranormal activity moment of him like sitting in that hallway, like just a couple, like yeah, episode three so, where he was like there so from bizarre. five five sixteen a.m. to five like forty one a.m. <laughs> just like sitting in place, just like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was like summer house. This is what you're giving us? Just shots of this weirdo just sitting <laughs> in there. I kind of like it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that over like just like um, time stamps. Where- <laughs> yeah, over dumb games where Danielle's like, I don't trust you, Amanda. And Amanda's like, my under touch me. I hate Amanda. She's the worst uh. person I don't know. I hate her more than a lot of people on Vanderpump Rules, <laughs> to be honest. She's, because she's so many people we we have known have been in real bullied life. by. Just yes, saying, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also, she's such a Jersey girl. Like, I have to say that also. She's from Somerset and like, she just had even the way she talks. I'm like, oh god, you drive me crazy. Like you are exactly the girls that I hate. Yeah, growing I, up I, here, I, I loathe her. Yeah, 
All right. Let's just move on to Vanderpump rules now. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Do you yeah. like Gabby and Sam and Chris? I love Gabby and Sam. Uh-huh. Um, Sam initially, I was like, she's boring. I've seen this girl on TikTok. Like, I don't like not her specifically, but I know right. this. I know this human. But mm-hmm. just like it's. If this sounds fucked up. Just like it's fun to watch Chris fail as a straight man, it is – there is a shot in Freud of this, like, you. beautiful blonde girl who is like, I'm ambitious and I'm a go-getter and I – bup, bup. and then she's like – she gets drunk. She strikes up with men and she's like, I'm annoying. It's hilarious. <laughs> the fact that that hot-ass man who is now fucking Madonna wouldn't even, like, touch her – Instead <laughs> to the same bed as her, like, does she smell? Like, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that man was trying to audition for the show. Honestly, it was so weird. One thousand billion percent. <laughs> That's it. Um, and then Chris, he gives me weird vibes. I get like weird straight man, sort of borderline incel adjacent energy. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't like it. He just he keeps talking about how he went from like a strict mom to the Marines to here. And I'm like, I'm I don't think you've ever seen a vagina that you haven't paid for. Like, I'm not sure what's going on here, but you're just it's like his even his the way he picks up women just feels very like stuff you watch in movies in the 80s. You know, like what color are your eyes? Fuck off. What's wrong with you? Get away from me. Yeah, he's he's weird, but once again, I like to see straight men fail, so I'm okay. <laughs> yes. Um, and also, I like that every year on Summer House, there's like one guy that they cast who's like, we're always like, did you get lost? What are you doing here? I find it fun. Yeah, it, that that slot is very like Defense Against the Dark Arts. It's like always, a, it's, a, it's a revolving door. <laughs> like we've had... Do you remember Jordan? I love Jordan. Of course. He was like, he was, he Jordan, had like I a, want back. <laughs> he had a tinge of like Larsa Pippen, just like one-upping people saying nonsensical things. Just yeah. like amazing. And with like, just totally seriously, seriously talking. And I mean, that is a man that I was like, you are definitely a virgin. Well, and 100%. he's also has little kind of like murder suey vibes too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Let's go on to Vanderpump Rules now. Um, so this episode, we open back up at this guy's night where essentially we see Tom Sandoval. We find out why he's such a shitty actor and why he's never really done anything beyond like maybe a couple of Lifetime movies. And Wait, wait. Are we confirmed though that they fucked before that or after that? Like what is so the I timeline? I think that we know now is that they definitely made out at Coachella. Yes, but like, like love affair level. I think that I don't believe that the the love affair started at that point, but I believe that Raquel was growing very close to Sandoval to the point where like you can see his energy. Like even when bef- uh, last week at the end of the episode, they were like, oh, um, you know, there's only two girls left now at the trip because he's the one that goes, yeah, Charlie, Raquel and Charlie left. There are they're coming here. Like he's he's the one that volunteers that information. So apparently he had been calling or Raquel had been calling Sandoval that entire weekend and was like talking to him the whole time. Mm. And so I think that maybe it wasn't uh they weren't fucking, but I think that there was definitely like an emotional connection already. Cause she's already mentioned man to, multiple times this season, like Tom Sandoval taught me about therapy. He taught me about boundaries. He taught me about this. He taught me like she she's mentioned him almost every single episode. 
in sort of passing, but she's she's mentioned him. So I think that there was already like a connection there, which is why like when she shows up and he's like, oh, what are you guys doing here? What? I'm so surprised. I'm like, you're so stupid. Get out of here. I hate you. He's awful. That stupid mustache. He looks and something his Botox doctor went absolutely off on the, his face like before mm-hmm. they started filming because he is looking so old. Like, you yeah. know, when people get so much Botox done that they look older. Yeah. yeah. Especially because I'm once again watching from the beginning in a span of time that's embarrassing. Like I've seen his face, you know, evolve. And yeah. season six was not that long ago. That's only like four years ago or five, yeah. literally four years ago. Yeah. And he looks he looks like 10 years younger. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like literally pulled so tight and like that mustache is so creepy. And I don't mind mustaches, but his reads midlife crisis to me. So he very much every episode looks like the he looks like a guy who like ties people to train tracks when he yeah. dresses up. You know yes, what I mean? Like absolutely. he's got that kind of a, a vibe or like he reminds me of like Gallagher, like the comedian, like the I, way I he dresses a is. lot. You're the guy with like the sledgehammer and a watermelon. Anyway, is give it a like Google. A, is this a recent person? No, it's from like the seventies, babe. <laughs> no, I wasn't alive then. <laughs> oh, neither was I. Okay. <laughs> I'm anyway, kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they show up. Raquel and Charlie show up. James is very upset. He leaves. Um, were you proud of James in this situation for leaving from this uh, party? I'm loving James <laughs> and um his girlfriend what's her name um Ali Ali I love them both <laughs> I think that she is the one for him I'm serious I think she's a rock star <laughs> and I think he is so his temperament has just changed completely since dating her or whatever wherever he's at in life right now to me feels very grounded and the way he reacted to her getting there was so responsible especially because this little rooftop deck area they're at is the same rooftop deck area where he told um katie that uh she hadn't been working on her summer body (laughs) (laughs) i see some of you haven't been working on your summer bodies it's so mean but it's kind of it's not hilarious it's so mean but the the, so mean it's so mean but that phrase is such a it's such a hilarious way to tell someone they don't look good it's amazing. It's like you're a mon- like uh, James is a person who like I think is so funny, but only because he's being mean to people I don't like sometimes. Oh, I know. But, like he's actually an awful, awful human being. But yeah, I agree. Like the temperament, him texting her immediately and being like, "Oh my god, Raquel and Charlie are here," and then her being like, "Okay, so then leave," and he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna leave." I was like, "Okay, good for you." Um. But Raquel at this place is complaining about the girls and how they treated her in Mm -hmm. Havasu, which I was like, okay, great. I agree. They were not being very nice to you. But then she starts to talk shit about Katie's mom. And I was like, Katie's mom was lovely. And that's where I was like, okay, so I see like the – I see the breadcrumbs of Raquel, you know, maybe being um, a duplicitous C-word. You know what I mean? She sucks. She's, but she's also, I think she is really impressionable. Mm. And I just think that she, I think Sandoval's in her ear. Mm. And I think that he is just like, Katie sucks. Like, get out of that situation. Like, yeah. 
she fucked over my my best friend. Like I, I think that she'll just like spout off anything that is like pro Tom and not an anti Katie. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because overall, said, she yeah. follows everything. She's. I don't think she has a real thought in her fucking brain. Like that is yeah. naturally her. Like the way she responded to Lala on the bed sounds like something that James would say. Um, it does, but I also don't think anything she said to Lala was that bad. Well, okay. Was saying that if you had a well, thank God you don't have a man to bring around was that that is crazy. It and is. I think, it is. But also, I think what Lala do you say? Out of pocket, to, but yes. Yeah. It's like what well, your out of pocket comment is going to get an out of pocket response, you know? Now Raquel does say talking about <laughs> her own thoughts. She does say I'm young and I'm single and I'm having fun and these girls are acting like I'm only interested in other people's guys. <laughs> Woof. Woof. <laughs> you know something I'm learning about watching the show playback is the ladies on the show always know what's up. They yeah. literally are. They're like, oh, you're fucking someone. And then like five episodes later, you find out that they were right. Like when they called her on being like someone who they would not want to have around their men, they got it. Nail yeah. on the head completely. In the words of Katie, call it like I see it. She said it about Lala and now she's saying it about Raquel. I mean. Yeah. And something in my rewatch that I forgot about is how much I dislike Katie. Now, I, I wish the best for her in this in this season because Tom Schwartz is a fucking asshole. Yeah. But she has real mean girl behavior and the way they were treating Lala. I mean, not Lala, tre- treating Raquel. It's like, OK. Awful. It's not it's not great. No, and that's the thing. Katie always takes it one step too far, right? Like that was always her issue is like Stassi's mean, but somehow Katie in her sort of passive dryness would be even meaner. Like and it would it would always just be like she would always just take it one step too like even with Sheena, like she always gets too ing like Stassi would be mean, but Stassi would be funny. Katie mm-hmm. would never be funny with how mean she is being. She would just be mean. And that's sort of consistent even in, into this season. Um, speaking of Katie, back at Lake Havasu, Katie, Christ, uh, Christina Kelly, <laughs> KK, and Lala get back to the house. And then Lala gets dicked down by this random dude. <laughs> I love that. Okay, but here's the thing. Lala's like, I haven't had an orgasm in, you know, like five years, whatever. And like Lala, when she was with Rand, wouldn't shut up about how like hot and heavy it is with like Rand, my man, my man, my man. And then now she's like, oh, I got digged down so good. I couldn't even sleep in the bed. I genuinely don't believe anything Lala says. Like, I don't think that this random dude like dicked her down so good. Like, I just... I'm not even sure if Lala knows what getting dick down well means. Like, I'm not, I just don't trust anything she says. Well, I think with Rand, she, she owned up to with Rand, like in season six, she owns up to being like, I've lied about essentially everything about him because like, I just wanted to keep this relationship afloat. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think she will just do anything to make, because she in the end wanted um, a fat a bank PJ. account. Yeah, yeah. A PJ. She would say that he dicked her down good because that meant she would get like a, a, um, a new bracelet or something like that, you know? Is season six where Rand uh, threatens to take away her Gucci slides? 
No, that's I think wait, that's like eight, I think. Randa's <laughs> not in the picture yet. I mean he's she's dating him, but he she won't even say his name yet. Yeah, they had to like sign NDAs to hang out with him. That came out. That of the was reunion. season five, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Where so they had good. to sign NDAs. Classic. <laughs> you signed NDAs an NDA. You signed an NDA to hang out with me, remember that? I did. <laughs> no I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, what have I signed? Uh, <laughs> um Allie and James <laughs> go for a tarot reading. And uh, Ali says that one day she wants to be a professional astrologer. And Let's you and I, it. yeah, you and I definitely are not the people. <laughs> you are actually, you and I are the people that would happily go to somebody like Ali because we mm-hmm. don't know anything about this stuff. Yeah. She could tell me, like, I have like a twin, long lost twin, and like. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Europe, and I'd be like, "Oh my God, are you serious? Like, I, I don't know what astrology does." <laughs> she would be like, "Your twin flame is actually your twin." And I'm you'd like, be like, okay. "Right, what you what Ali said? I don't have any concept <laughs> for it. I really don't." But James is, yeah, James is just there. He's barely listening to the guy. He just keeps turning over and kissing Ali and telling her how much he loves her. And like, he does this really. Honestly, I find it very alarming when he does it when like Mm -hmm. somebody else is he does it to her a lot when she mentions like hey are you drinking today he'll be like oh you're so beautiful i'm like (laughs) oh james (laughs) i love him (laughs) i literally love him so much i think he's a superstar (laughs) you know ali was in a reality tv show before shocked what was it it was apparently a reality TV show based out of the state, like a small town in Ohio, okay, where she's from. And it was, I think, done by somebody who worked on like Laguna Beach and all that stuff. Did it make it to air? No, I think it was. I don't. I don't know where it aired. Um, but she's a former reality TV star, and she came from Ohio to LA to be on another reality TV. LA- Listen, I think Allie... By the way, did you just see the news today? What? That Allie... You know that clip in the trailer where they're like, oh, I saw them hanging out at the Abbey? Mm. And in the trailer, somebody says to Tom Sandoval, I think it's weird because we saw you guys hanging out at the Abbey. Oh, okay, yeah. Apparently, Allie is the one that saw Tom and Raquel canoodling at the Alley, and she brought that information to the group. Did I I told you before this that I love her so much. <laughs> One, is. I'm obsessed that she was at the Abbey alone. Because <laughs> if you've ever have you ever been to the Abbey before? No. So the Abbey is unlike most gay bars like in the in the in the world. Mm-hmm. It is like a bizarre, like massive. It, it it's like the square footage of like a full New York city block of just like gay indoor outdoor, like dance floors. Like, but like, oh, it's nice. all like the worst people in West Hollywood. Like you don't really oh. want to go there. Cause it's like, it's like bachelorette parties and like the worst of the gays, mm-hmm. but it's like fun to experience. Cause like they have like go boys on the poles and things like yeah. that. It's just like a crazy atmosphere. So the idea that she was there alone and then mm-hmm. Tom and Raquel, Thought that, that was like their safe haven to like make out Probably. is amazing. All all parts of it are amazing. Well, I don't know if she was there alone. Maybe she was there with her friends. I don't know. But sure, you know sure, I mean. sure. Yes, not with yes. James. Yes, <laughs> I'm just picturing her there alone, just like dancing to Robin in the corner and being like, "Wait, <laughs> is that Tom and Raquel?" 
I also like Allie because she still has her like fresh face. Like she hasn't gotten an LA face yet. You know, she's not filler <laughs> she face. She is, I think, 19. <laughs> Dude, she's apparently 29. No. Yes. No. Yeah. Wait, really? Maybe she lied to get Wait, on TV. I'm now more obsessed with her. She looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um. There's a scene with Tom, the Toms meeting with LVP at Sir, and I don't care. They don't talk care. about business. I don't give a I don't shit. Care. I don't give a fuck. Oh, actually, there was one thing about that scene that was so weird to me. Did you notice that he ordered two drinks for himself? Was that? Did you notice yeah. that? A froze and a beer. I was like, what? Yeah. For yourself? <laughs> Maybe one was for Schwartzy. He feels like he would order for Schwartz. No, I think it was for him. I just think their drinking is really alarming. Sometimes it freaks me out. It shows on his face. Yeah, that's why yeah, I used to get all the Botox. <laughs> um, we had to Shishu and Brock's abode. Um, we see oh, that they gotta, have. Gotta break this down. <laughs> we see they have a daily task list, including <laughs> things like making content, which we've done today. So check that off our list. We're making content <laughs> as you see. One minute kisses. We didn't kiss today, Nora, but we can't. We can still make that work. I can come out to New Jersey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brushing teeth. I've done that a couple times today. Yes. And an ice bath. <laughs> Was that every day? <laughs> yes. Because, well, you know, there's like the billionaire, the recipe to become a billionaire. Have you seen that before? <laughs> yes. Part of it is like I like taking a cold bath every day to wake up. Yeah, I think like I think it's also like a very influencer thing. It's like you take you literally do an ice bath, like you do a bowl of ice and you let it melt down a little bit and you dunk your entire face into it. Couldn't no, be me. I think they're getting in the tub. Okay. Oh, you're you think they're taking a full ice bath together? Yes. Brock's no, no, big old body. Not together. <laughs> she she shoes twig legs will pop in for a second, hop out, and then Brock will <laughs> cannonball in for a second and hop out. <laughs> Also, Brock is a former athlete, so like I feel like he's taken ice baths before because I know that that's a yeah. football thing too. Yeah. Um, where do they have a so bathtub in, big enough? Oh, I thought you meant like where in sports, like in sports medicine, they have like ice baths no. in the locker rooms. No, you no. can just throw, you can turn on the cold water in, in a tub and just throw some ice in it, and you're good. I don't know. It, it would not take long to get an ice bath set up. All right. <laughs> But then, what's weird, it. honestly, what's weird about the ice bath? This is like the fifth reference to like ice baths that I've had this week. Manifestation. Like, random. A work, someone at work. Uh -huh. Um, there was a podcast I was listening to. There was like a friend. I'm like, should I be ice bathing? If this is how it happens. You're getting influenced. The yeah. algorithm is going into your real life now. Um, the the brushing teeth was shocking. <laughs> shocking but also not like brock seems like somebody who needs that reminder but like going to bed without brushing your teeth those type of people need to seek <laughs> help <laughs> if you yeah. can go to bed and be like mm, i'm so sleepy i can't wait to lay down and you just have like the, a day's worth of like food and coffee <laughs> and air in your mouth i'm like bitch are you sleeping well yeah, also, you're not sleeping well. I feel like you get, like, like the few times when I've been, like, you know, 
I mean, having I've done it. Had, I've had yeah. been litty and like fall asleep. Yeah, exactly. and then, you get a little yeah. lit. And then, but then when you wake up in the middle of like the night at like four or five and you realize you haven't brushed your teeth, it is the most uncomfortable feeling in your mouth. You're like, ugh. You feel so gross. Yeah, like, you feel like Luann. Nice. She's like when Luann when she's like water, water. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it feels like that. water. I know I need water. This is water. <laughs> um, you know it's 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 pretty sick. I think he, I think that he smells like shit. And I actually have a theory that she doesn't smell awesome either. Really, Sheena? Yeah, because I think- she always finds herself in like she feels like someone who would like use really, really, really shitty perfume to just like cover up any smell. Like I feel like no matter how rich she is, she would always buy like Paris Hilton from Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> She's like still using like Britney Spears perfume from like yeah, two thousand four. Just like her aesthetic reads like cheap perfume. <laughs> she's got a very like lisa frank aesthetic to me she's like totally she she seems like a lisa frank trapper keeper girl that like grew up and like this is this is her life you know she's but i i I mean i agree i don't think that most of the people on this show smell good um that's true that's true but yeah no way tom schwartz doesn't smell like a full trash can he's so gross he's so disgusting um Sheena says that she gets a phone call and she finds out that her bridesmaid, Jamie, who I'm assuming is the same Jamie who's like been putting out podcasts, this Jamie all over girl. I don't, that, I don't know. That, I don't know. And I don't but, know that I care, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> but she, we find out that she didn't book her room in time and now the hotel is booked and Sheena and Brock think it would be good for Katie to give up her room. What would you do in this situation if you were so, Katie? So I, so I do, I actually know a couple scenarios where this has happened with, um, Jamie, Jamie's side of the situation. Yeah. Like I know people that have gotten fucked by all inclusives with weddings and people had to like, like I, it, people literally had to like room with like aunts and uncles. Like I know that this has happened. Okay. Um, so I do believe that this is like a real scenario. However, I think Katie's being a full monster about it. <laughs> like, why the hell? Like, what? Also, also, I don't know if you watch Watch What Happens Live or, like, listen to the podcast version of it. Jax and Brittany were there. hmm And they stayed at a different hotel because um, they didn't want to be on camera. And, which, raise your hand if you believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that they didn't want to be on camera. Um, no, but... Like, Katie has friends at another hotel. Like, why wouldn't you just go to that hotel? Well, Katie and the Jaxes are not friends. Um, because, no, I thought they were friends. No, they're not friends because they skipped out on Stassi's wedding last minute. No, they, like, basically ghosted oh, Stassi's right. wedding. Oh, oh and right. Oh, so Katie, 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 Katie has Stassi's dick in her mouth, like, constantly. Mm-hmm. That's right. So Katie is uh, Katie's not talking to Brittany and Jax, which is fine. Whatever. Yes. But like, yes. That also, ultimately, Katie didn't want to go to a different hotel because Katie wants to get filming time in. And also, Katie doesn't want to go to a different hotel for the same reason she made Raquel go to this girl's trip. She wants to make sure that Tom Schwartz isn't fucking Raquel. That's all it is. Like, she and just wants to have bitch. eyes. She's yeah, a bitch. Also, also that. <laughs> I'm also sorry. That. <laughs> um, she's a bitch, but honestly, I feel like I'm also petty. So I feel like I would be like, no, bitch, I'm not giving up my room for you. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, 
I can see myself being that angry and that petty, but um, yeah, but when when they're like, "What's name your price?" I would literally just pull up a room at like the nicest hotel in the area and be like, "Here's my price." Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, he was like, "We'll give her a thousand bucks." I was like, well, "I don't think that's enough." <laughs> well, when they said a thousand, I'm like, "That's not what that room costs." No way. And all inclusive is like at least seven eight hundred a night. So I feel like I don't understand who well, is. I don't think it's that expensive. You don't think the place they got married is that expensive? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You have nice taste. I I know that you do, but these people don't. So don't don't you're giving them a little too much credit. I think the place they're at is like probably three hundred dollars a night. <laughs> yeah, three hundred dollars is not cheap. But I'm saying for an all inclusive, it's like kind of a, if if you're That's paying pretty. if you pay if you say five nights, three hundred dollars a night, fifteen hundred dollars for hotel and free alcohol and food. I mean, I think that's a pretty reasonable price. No, that's a pretty good good price. Um so uh we also have this scene with Katie and Ariana and they're having business meetings about their little sandwich shop. Okay. Um I'm excited for Ariana. I don't care about Katie. It like bothers me that like this whole thing is Ariana plus Katie. I'm like, why does Katie have to be there? Cuz I love Ariana. I just wish that she was in business with somebody else. Um, but Katie's lazy and she won't show up and then, but she'll have, I think she has like some good ideas. Like I think she could like help a little bit, but I think regardless, I just want to see two women like make money and fuck their excess. I feel like she just wants to make a sandwich called the Katie Maloney Baloney. And I feel like this is why she's doing the sandwich shop. Her sandwiches would have, her sandwiches would be disgusting. All the ones that she creates would be gross. Yes. Like, I'm not sure I've ever seen Katie eat food or cook or anything. So, and she, like, was married to shorts. So her taste is low. Um, Ariana says she wants to have a pool party. And then we go to, like, Sir and Raquel and James are talking. And Raquel is like, did you hear about Tom Sandoval's pool party? It's happening at Tom Sandoval's house. Are you going to go? Tom Sandoval told me that he's going to go and uh, that, that, you know, he's going to invite you. But he invited me. Like, it's Tom Sandoval, Tom Sandoval, Tom Sandoval, like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, we call like it Rob, Rob, Rob. My friend, my friend group calls it Minchinitis. <laughs> when you when you yes. have a friend who's in a relationship and they won't stop talking about someone, mm-hmm. I, you're like, hey, friend, you got a little Minchinitis? Yes. Maybe and we so, stopped doing that. So Raquel is doing it, which makes yeah. me think there we're we're off to the races, baby. Like I think that these two are already. Doing something. Something's already going down. But what mm-hmm. I love in this scene is that James is like, oh, Raquel just gets to come in and be part of the group. And now James Kennedy can't be part of the group. I just like, <laughs> I adore him. He's so I crazy. So much. And I thought his okay, when we get to the pool party though, I thought his yeah. arguments to Raquel were made so much sense. So much sense. Why are you bringing me into this? Stop using my name. Like I was like, fi- this man is making the most sense he's ever made in his entire <laughs> career as a reality television personality. Yeah, I mean, he is – he's like a baby Jax to me in a lot of ways where like Jax was, was and is an absolute monstrous piece of shit. But a lot of times Jax would make arguments. You'd be like, mm, he's not wrong. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, we get to this pool party and – um, we meet this man who's very attractive and they're like, oh yeah, shorts that looks just like you. And apparently it is the man, it is allegedly the man who actually made out with Raquel at Coachella. 
And Schwartz says, this is why everyone thought that I made out with Raquel, but it was actually this guy. And I was like, okay, Tom Schwartz, first of all, you don't look like this man. (laughs) No, not at all. Not even a little bit. No. No, he looked like an AI version of something. Like he didn't look like a, like, I mean. Not even of him, of Schwartz. Like he didn't look anything like him. No, he looked like he was like Brock size. I thought the hotter man was that man with all those tattoos. He's like showed up a couple times. Who's like making the drinks? He has like a chest. Matt. Yeah, he's hot. He's he's the guy that I think they were like testing out at Shorts and Sandy's, and then Greg got mad and was like, "You can't have a bartender doing shots in the back." And I was like, "Greg, have you watched the show?" Greg also can go fuck himself. He looks (laughs) like he's he looks like he's stormed the Capitol, and I think that we (laughs) know that. Yeah, um, but I was just laughing because I was like, okay, Shorts, you don't look like this man. And also, we know who Raquel actually made out with. Like, But nice nice try to try to save your dude here. Um, Lala comes, and she's got a real hard-on for fighting with Raquel. Does she not? She does, and she can't handle when she initiates something and then someone has something to say in return. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. She she's can... not giving what she thinks she's giving most of no. the time. No, she's not. And her hair needs some deep, deep, deep conditioning. Doesn't she look also like just a little bit raggedy? She looks unclean, a little weathered. I think, honestly, <laughs> that might be the sign of her getting dicked down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Also, she's, she's just like got fucked and like didn't shower. Oh, gross. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess good for her. That's like everyone on the show. Yeah, I mean, it sounds kind of nice, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I just I worry about the smells. Um, so yeah, Lala Lala tells Sheena that she thinks Raquel is weak, which I don't understand. Like, I hate when Ra- when Lala does that. She's like, I think she's a weak bitch. I'm like, I don't think she is because she talked back to you. So that doesn't actually mean that she's a weak person. I think it means that she knows how to argue with you. I. I did lol when Raquel was like, you guys are, you guys are like when, you guys are the chihuahua, you guys are like when chihuahuas like are all together. (laughs) And you know, they edited that out to make the gap a little bit smaller between her delivery. Cause you know that she was standing there for a second being like, when chihuahuas get together and then start doing something. Like, I feel like she was trying to think of sheep, but all she was thinking about was dogs. Like, it just, I don't I'm not know. sure None what of she it was makes trying to do. To None of it made yeah. any sense. No. But Lala tells Sheena that Raquel is weak, and then Sheena obviously immediately tells Raquel that Lala said that she's weak, and Raquel is like, everyone made fun of <laughs> made fun of my galaxy lights. <laughs> and then Raquel and, I'm sorry, Lala and Christina Kelly are like, we didn't make fun of her galaxy lights. I'm like, wait, you did. You did make fun of her galaxy lights. Let's be honest. Raquel, you have galaxy lights. Just like laugh at yourself about that a little bit. Listen, I don't think, listen, Lala drank out of a baby's bottle. I agree. And that's weird. (laughs) I I think that things can be weird and things you do, but you just acknowledge that they're weird. Yeah, that's true. Um, Listen, this entire fight was annoying because I was like, I don't like how mean these girls are being, but I also, I do think that they know something about Raquel that nobody else does. However, 
as expected, Ariana is absolutely lovely. Like she's so defensive of Raquel, which is like the hardest part of watching these episodes is seeing how much Ariana defends Raquel. What is also alarming is that Tom Sandoval comes in and does so much defense of Raquel that Ariana leaves. And I was like, ugh, the red flags were there, baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it's, it's um, bad. Lala sucks a lot, but do you think like how mean she's being is the start of Raquel's like villain origin story? Mm, I don't think so. You think that they're related? Do you think that Lala like being so pushy with Raquel and like talking poorly about Raquel and being like, she's a homewrecker and she's going to do this and she's going to do that. And like, nobody should trust her and she's a dumb bitch and all these things. Like, do you think that that could have driven Raquel to be like, okay, well, if this is just what everybody thinks of me anyway, let me just go and go big or go home, you know? Yeah, maybe, I guess. Raquel's not smart enough to like, let like go that far into something. I just think she's just like a little fed up. Oh, maybe. I also think that she's not smart enough to realize like where she's being conditioned to do something. Yeah. Like she's I think very yeah. easily manipulated. Yeah. Very easily. Um, Raquel and James sort of talk on the side and he's like, yeah, stop bringing up my name. Like, keep me the fuck out of it. You yeah, guys don't like each like, other. Right. And he's like, we're good. Like, I'm not trying to make things weird with us. Yeah. So smart. Like he, and uh, he I think he genuinely is like, I know that you need to be on the show. We make good TV by being on the show together. Like it's drama, but like, I'm not out to like steal your check. I'm not trying to get you out of here. Like you can be at everything you need to be at. Like, I think he's honestly looking out for her and trying to be like a kind person, but yeah. Um, But she says, I'm emotionally traumatized because you guys kept a secret from me for years. And I was like, Ooh, and no. <laughs> I, James's defense of it, I get actually mm-hmm. on the cheating. Lala's mm-hmm. makes zero sense. None. Mm-hmm. Because James is like, James has no opinion about his, he, he's an, I think he's annoyed by the shorts of it all, but like, I think he's genuinely just like, stop. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I can't tell you I'm sorry enough, but in the end, we're not in a relationship anymore. So like, That's right. there's actually nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Lala is sitting there being like, well, you're trash like you are fucking over my friend like setting up all these double standards that are ridiculous yeah exactly um in sheena and katie talk about the room situation and somehow someone decides that sheena decides that shorts should sort of get involved and then he does get involved and it's a classic shorts and katie moment it is like old times yeah where he gaslights her and (laughs) she storms you're being a bitch yeah, he storms off, sort of just lurking behind her. She's texting angrily, waiting for something on the street. It's a it's a good old Bubba moment. We have not talked about Bubba's beret. <laughs> Bubba shows up to a pool party in a beret. And, you know, I understand not wanting to, like, show up in a bathing suit, but, like, of course. a beret? A beret. She really, it's, it's speaking of think, people thinking they were doing something, she really thought she brought fashion that day, <laughs> and she did not. There's a moment where I was like, God, he's so fucking mean. She gets to the party and somebody's doing like pickle shots, like pickle juice shots. Mm-hmm. And he hugs her. And he, Have you done a yeah. pickleback before? No. And then he's like, he hugs her. Schwartz hugs Katie and he goes, oh, that stinks. Is it you? 
<laughs> so fucking mean. I saw. I noticed that. I kind of love it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so awful to her. He's so awful. They're filming the reunion as we speak right now. They've been filming mm-hmm. all day today. Um, my girl Charlie is not invited to the reunion. I was like, why? I love Charlie. Yeah, I like Charlie too. I don't really know why they've like demoted her this season. Like she, she, <laughs> she gave a lot to Christina Kelly in those brief moments. <laughs> the lip balms that so she double flips her off and says, "Don't don't bring that lip balm girl here with her dry ass hair." Amazing. <laughs> it's great. And she's not, that's not something she rehearsed. Like, that's something that she just, like, came up with. Off the cuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So she's not at the reunion. Um, I just feel like. And Christina Kelly's not either. No. But also, Christina Kelly was barely there. I mean, I don't know what she did. No, but I think that, I think she's a, I, I, my understanding is that she's very much a part of this show. I mean, she was, she has a photo in the cast photo. Oh, she does? This season's cast photo? Yeah, like they had not, you know how like they take the photos of the Friends of and Housewives? Like she has a photo on set and everything. Oh, okay. So, and I think I Charlie mean, does too, actually. Yeah, I mean, I guess they were just like, you know what? Let's not even bother with the other stuff. Let's just get to the meat and potatoes of the situation. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. We're only going to talk about the scandal. Um, Did you see this clip going around of a TMZ guy who like found Raquel outside of a nail found quote-unquote Raquel outside of a nail salon first of all why is she sitting outside well it's maybe my favorite thing that's happened on the internet in a (laughs) very long time because the you can tell Raquel is truly the dumbest person that's ever been on reality tv (laughs) because to stage a team because if you don't if you guys don't know most tmz is staged Mm-hmm. Like you call them to like be like I'm leaving the air. Like Tom Schwartz was like I'm landing. If you want something from me, like this is when you can mm-hmm. see me. If you want to show up, if not, that's on you. Yeah. And in my mind, Ariana did the same thing just to be like fun about it. Yeah. Because like her responses were so fun. Ariana's TMZ thing where she was yeah, like, she was like, who's I don't that? Know I don't know. I don't yeah. know her. <laughs> like it's fun, and I and she's smart, and so I'm sure she called him and was like. I'm leaving like um, juice press. Like if you want a fun, fun quip with me, like you can grab it. But Raquel's like, takes it so seriously. She's like, Hey, let's meet in the undisclosed location. There's like a (laughs) nail shop I used to go to. Like back when I first moved to LA, it's like on the outskirts of like, (laughs) it's in Valley Village. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is really It's in like Tom and Ariana's neighborhood. Oh, that's even weirder. But she's like, I'll bring my folding chair. So I'm going to bring a folding chair. Like, I picked up a good roll. I'm just going to kind of, like, hang out outside. Just to kind of walk up like you never knew something was happening. Okay? And then she's there looking full, like, Lord Voldemort. Like, <laughs> I feel like she just was – and then she's like, I have a permanent scar on my eyebrow. I'm like, you Bitch, don't. Bitch, you don't. I'm sorry. And if you did – here's the thing. I know that violence isn't the answer, but sometimes – Sometimes it kind of is. And unfortunately, you did a really awful thing. And if someone's best friend scratched your eye because they were like, just didn't know what to do. I'm not actually that mad about about that. Stassi backhanded Kristen. And it is like. And it's deserved. Yeah. And it's a milestone moment in the show. So I feel like, you know what? Sometimes that's what. 
that's what's going to happen. And, and Raquel, I, I, you don't have much to stand on in this show anymore. Like, keep that as a trophy that you were on reality TV. That you have a scar on your face from Sheena Shea. I would kill to have a scar on my face from Sheena Shea. <laughs> also, Sheena Shea is like 5'3", and Raquel is like six feet tall. How did Sheena even reach her eyebrow? No, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> Just literally no. <laughs> possible i need to understand there's so many things that we need to unpack at this reunion number one the fight right like the sheena shea did sheena shea i'm picturing like parkouring parkouring off the bar like (laughs) back flipping in the air and then like jabbing her nail into her eyelid it's the ice baths it's the ice baths they've they've made her stronger (laughs) yeah and then we have that. And then she had – so she has this restraining order. And then she also put out this thing about the, like, the revenge porn suit lawsuit against Tom. So, like, you <laughs> did that clearly, with this, this man that you're, like, he, hooking up with. Yeah, but then they're sitting next to each other at the reunion. I don't think yes. that that's, like, really happening. It's not anything. It's just, like, I think that she was just, like, let's just grab all the straws and pull on them. Like, let's She's just- such a flop. <laughs> I, I just – and then also – I, I know people are really reading into it. I don't believe that this means that she's saying that she's on the spectrum, but one of this beauty pageant girl this week said she came out and said like she just got diagnosed with autism in her 30s. And Raquel commented on that girl's page or her post saying, I can relate, thinking of you or something. And so now everybody's like, is Raquel saying that she's on the spectrum? And I'm like, well, I don't think Raquel is saying that she's on the spectrum. So I think that some of that is us jumping to conclusions. Well, okay, a couple things. Being on the spectrum is not an excuse for bad behavior. That's right. Yeah, neurodivergence doesn't make you fuck your friends. That's actually super offensive to people who are neurodivergent. Also, a lot of people on the spectrum are extremely smart, and Raquel is like deeply unsmart. So I don't think that that's like also a correlation to the spectrum. Yeah, which I think that's just people online being deeply ignorant. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, uh, what happened to those kids that she wanted to work with? Didn't she want to work with like underprivileged children? She did, but she also wanted to work with dogs. Like she's... she did want to work with dogs. Yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at in my journey. She's like right now interning at Vanderpump Dogs. <laughs> well, she <laughs> actually right. asks for a job at Vanderpump Dogs, and LVP in a really savage move goes, "You can volunteer." <laughs> um and then um yeah i think i think like that's pretty much i mean we're just gonna gear up we're gonna wait for the reunion now and just watch these episodes unfurl in front of our eyes and go wow do it like how many episodes do you think we have in the season i mean technically this is a mid-season trailer i think this was like what episode seven yeah i think we probably have like 14 episodes or 18 episodes yeah and then of course andy does that thing where he's like Guys, this is the most amazing show I've ever seen dude, in my life. Dude. Dude. <laughs> my Listen, dude. Guys, I don't want to say anything, but like, okay, Andy, you do this every time. Where's the OC trailer? How about that? <laughs> Are you How really about- waiting for that evaded breath? <laughs> you know, I love Heather Dubrow. I know. And, you know, I do. I, I do love her. And especially after that last like TikTok where she did about her um, son, I was like, this woman, if nothing else, is the best mom. She really is. She's a rock star mom. And I'm excited for Tamara to come back. I'll be honest with you. She's terrible. And Vicky. I'm sorry. I like like Vicky. Sue me. (laughs) I will sue you. You know, I watched the first three episodes of Girls Trip. (laughs) I can't keep telling you. 
texted me this. You were like, by the way, I will be ha- I will be ready to discuss it. I did not watch any of it, but I need to ask you. Okay. Um are you surprised by anything that's going on? Or is everybody pretty much exactly as you expected they would be in this mishmash of people? So the mishmash is mishmashing because it, <laughs> it, they don't know what to talk about except their own shows. So that it's not giving what the last season was because the last uh-huh. season was so organically. They were fighting about like the most like benign about shit. Food, food in the bedroom. Yeah, right, right. So I wish we were talking about that, but naturally Leah like fell into her niche as being like a full dick. Oh, nice. <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. Wait, nice. actually, have a, a fun little boots on the ground. Mm. So, one of my best friends, uh, Grace, who you have met, yes, love her, is in an acting class with Leah <gasps> right now. They've been in an acting class for like months, and um, she had no idea who she was because she doesn't watch Housewives, mm-hmm. and. But she thought it was just she. Leah's just a bit older than everyone in the class, and like it was just kind sure. of like a weird. And Leah's only like I don't think Leah's even ten years older than me. But no, like, I don't even but, think she's forty yet. Yeah, but it, it just she also just looks like she's lived a life, and so yeah. Grace just kind of knew that she was like different. And then she deduced over like the first couple, um, the first couple classes that who she was, and she texted me this morning. I was like, I have I have a scene with Leah tomorrow. Like we have our first like on camera scene together. So that was. Oh, sorry. Today. She has yeah. the she has the scene today. And then she texts me like a couple minutes into the class and I was like, Leah no show <laughs> to class. <laughs> Leah's probably I was like, like, Girl, my she's on her press tour. Yeah. yeah. I said, like, yeah, her, her show's on Peacock. I have a theory that um so because it seems like the the casting is like two people from a show that used to be friends that are not friends anymore, right? Like you have Garcelle. It's- I'm sorry, um, Giselle and Candace, uh-huh. Heather and Whitney, I guess Marisol and Alexia. But they're not fighting. No. But they're not really fighting. I feel like it was probably, they probably wanted to be Leah and Ebony. But Ebony was probably like, I'm not fucking filming for any television show again. Maybe. maybe. And then, then where's Portia in the mix? So they were just oh, like, Portia whatever. was supposed to be, well, I thought it was supposed to be Leah and Tinsley. Oh, maybe Leanne Tinsley. That's I had heard that, that it was Tinsley sense. and Tinsley dropped at the last second because <laughs> they did not know. It's kind of, you can tell in the beginning that they kind of didn't know who the other person was going to be. There's some of the women oh. that like aren't totally clear that Portia is coming. Oh, but and then one maybe thing it was that happened, like oh, Portia and Candy. Maybe. I don't know that Candy would do it yet. No, she wouldn't. She's so busy. She has so many other things going yeah. on. Yeah. But um, a couple things, a couple takeaways. One, Alexia, Ap- Alexia and Marisol have never watched a Housewives franchise scene that they're not in. So like, mm. they fully don't understand what's going on. I love that. And Alexia drags Giselle in the best oh. way and doesn't realize it. it it's like a, just a comment. She like very flippantly goes, she was like, you kind of seem like someone who like asks a lot of questions about people, but only because like you don't want anyone to know anything about you. <laughs> so accurate. And Candace was like, <laughs> <laughs> even dumbass Alexia could figure I know. that out. Um, and then if you hate Salt Lake City, like I hate Salt Lake City, it's gonna be rough because they essentially like play out all of the Whitney Heather drama again. We're back on like Hill they show journey. clips. 
they show clips. Oh God. Of black the eye Helen Helen journey. journey. No, <laughs> the black eye they show. And the part of it that's worse is that like, because of the timeline of them filming this show, no one had even seen, they hadn't even started probably like post-production on the show. They had like just wrapped. So yeah. no one knows about it. So they're literally having to tell them about, so Whitney literally goes, so to catch you guys up, we had a Marilyn Monroe night and then we went to like a gay bar. And then when we got back, we were like drunk and like the criminal Jen Shaw and me and Heather were all drunk. And then like Heather and Jen like get a black eye. And the next morning when we went to go go go-kart racing, no one could figure out that like how she got a black eye. And like Portia is like sitting there like, y'all just sounds awful. She doesn't doesn't say that, but I just love that. Like you have that, and then the mystery of like Portia's last season was like nobody knows who fucked the stripper, (laughs) right? And then one last one last thing is Portia drags Heather in a way that I love, and Heather is really showing her ass as a monster, not a monster, (sighs) but just as not a good fit for Housewives in this. Yes, yes. Portia goes, "You're a fan." Oh God! And I was like, oh. Yeah, because you she know, the, like, the, you know, the seasoned girlies probably look at the new franchise like you guys are fans. And well, but not only yeah. that, Heather and Whitney are like proclaimed Bravo addicts. Yeah, yeah, they are. They like are. they like knew they know everything about all the housewives. Heather talks about how she read everyone's books before coming on the trip <sighs> to oh, know more about them. What a loser. That is loser behavior. Does my girl Candace uh, seem fine? Star. Star, always star. I love her so much. She's the best person I don't know. (laughs) God, I love her. Apparently, they filmed Potomac, and two weeks later, she flew out to Thailand. So they also had not seen. Yeah. Because Giselle and her are actually in not a bad place at first. Well, that's sad. Like, they're kind of, like, having fun and, and, and acknowledging, which is, they're such pros. They're like, we're here. We're getting paid all this money to go on a trip. Like, let's just make the best of it. They're, they're not what, at each other's throats that much, actually. I wonder what the thought process was, right? Because, like, to film a show and then not show it to the cast and then send them out to, like, a new show is, like, borderline genius it's and weird. diabolical. But also, I like, like I, boring for the viewers because then yeah. we're, like, not in the right timeline, right? Like, it's like watching a prequel. Like, where are we in the multiverse? I don't like this. No, that's why I think um, X Girls Trip worked the best is because none of them Nobody had anything to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> except the omelet that Dorinda made and touched her hands on. <laughs> no, Vicky was, Vicky was going to die sad. Yeah, like that's what made that so good. So. <laughs> How but long are these episodes? Am I spending the next few hour, hours no, watching No, they're it? a full hour, which oh, I love God. even more. And they're okay. good, like top to bottom good. Okay, well, the good news for all of our listeners is I'm, I'm going to have to do an episode on all three of those episodes. Then I also need to catch up on New Jersey and Miami. I'm so behind on New Jersey. Uh, spoiler alert, nothing new is happening. Everybody is doing exactly what they've done every episode for the last, like, five episodes. I do want to see Louie talk about the pajamas. <laughs> That's a preview for next week. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Because that yeah. is sick. Yeah, I live with your four nieces, and I wear your father's pajamas <laughs> at night to make them feel safe and loved. You know he also makes the girls touch the pajamas. Like, you know, he's like, come here, come, come, come closer. Yeah. Do you feel his hug. energy? Give, Give me, me a hug, hug in Nono's pajamas. Does it feel like Nono just, like, ripped open a Branzino to serve you? Does it smell like Nono boiling <laughs> it octopus? Like boiling octopus, yeah. <laughs> 
I just want to know, like, did he get him tailored? Because Nono is a big man. I bet the, it's a drawstring. <laughs> yeah, but even with drawstrings, like if you're wearing an extra large and you're like a small medium, baby, you know, we, those are up to only, your eyeballs. We only really saw Nono from the waist up. He had a lot, a big belly, but he could have had a tiny little waist. Maybe he was like a, he was tying his pants underneath his belly and not above yeah, his belly. Yeah, let, no, let <laughs> Nono be Nono. <laughs> Rest in peace. R.I.P. You misogynist. <laughs> well, Tom, that's it. That's the end of our chat. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Can you tell? Stop it. Can you tell everybody what um, Dumpster Dive is up to? Because you've changed up the format a little bit. You got yeah. some new, uh, not social media, but you got some new, um, a new cover for your podcast. You did a photo shoot. It was fabulous. You both look gorgeous. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we are kind of chatting Bravo still a bit on our off weeks. And then so every other week we dive into a old reality, uh, iconic reality episode of yesteryear. We covered um, The Simple Life, Mob Wives was last week. And then uh, next week we will be chatting. I'm not going to say it because it's not totally confirmed, but uh maybe America's Next Top Model, maybe Rock of Love, something in that in that oh kind of Oh my mix. god. Rock of Love bus? Not yet. I will <laughs> we're gonna start with one and then we'll revisit and we'll go back to the bus. I think I told you this before, but you know, Aiden's best friend, his dad is the executive producer for Mob Wives. Wait, I don't remember that. <laughs> He's the executive producer for Mob Wives. Well, and was R.A.P. Mob Wives, yeah. Yeah. Um, not R.A.P. to my child's friend's dad. Well, um, no, my wife's is R.A.P. <laughs> yes. And also the executive producer for the um, Big Ange spinoff. Yes, uh, Miami Monkey. Was that the name of the show? Well, well, her bar is called Drunken Monkey, so she had Miami Monkey. But she had two spinoffs, so she had a show called Big Ange, and then she also had a show called Miami Monkey. Oh, he did, he did Big Ange. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, he was the EP for it, so... Just a couple of, of all, although you were almost at her funeral, so it was. I was at her wake unintentionally. <laughs> I was gonna say you're just a few degrees away from them, but you're actually much closer. I can't get that close to her because she is dead. <laughs> just close to close to Drita. Have you ever watched? Well, you've watched, right? Of course, I've watched. No, a lot of people haven't, to be honest. So I can't remember who has and hasn't. It's hard for me to remember like what I've watched because there was a while where it was always on VH1 mm-hmm. and like I'd be like, have I seen this episode before? Because Mob Wives was also a show. They're all they the did, same. Every yeah, episode's they, the same. And also they would repeat a lot of stuff, right? It was a lot of like gearing up for a thing to happen to somebody and it was – there were like shorter episodes too but a lot of it was like flashbacks and stuff. Right. And everyone's um, having like a new me party and also at the same time everyone's calling someone a rat and you're like, wait, is this yeah. the rat from season two or five? Yeah. You're like – and then they're having a party and then one person's not invited and if that person shows up, who they're going to show up and then there's going to be a fight. Like I just – I love all of it. Mm. I did also watch some of the – mob wise where they brought over girls from philly philly that's what we covered last week (laughs) the girls that travel three hours to film on the reality show yeah they're going from philadelphia to staten island i was like ooh, couldn't be me (laughs) that's a drive that's a really long drive so 
I did watch a little bit of that season too. Like I know the main players. I know like Karen and Drita. And well, it's all I- on Paramount Plus. So if you ever need to dive in, it's there. Great. <laughs> right after I catch up on three hours of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, an hour of New Jersey, and an hour of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miami's kind of done though. It's just the reunion. I know. All right. Well, um, Tom, did you tell everybody where you can be heard? Um, yeah, you can follow me at uh, the Tom Hamlin on Instagram and at Dumpster Dive Pod. That's the podcast Instagram. And then follow the podcast, Dumpster Dive. Yeah, and rate and review them five stars, please. Yes, um, and please this podcast too, all the podcasts. And them. never leave a one-star rating on a podcast. If you don't like the podcast, just unfollow it. Yeah, I get a lot of one-stars. You do. It's okay. <laughs> i'm just like you know what people hate brown women it's fine (laughs) it's crazy how y'all will drag people that aren't white and you need to stop doing that yeah even though at the top of this episode we talked about how hard it was for white men (laughs) my life is so hard (laughs) 